What's up, guys? Welcome back to Favor Flights. <laughs> My name is Paolo. My name is Christian. My name is Soyo. And this is flight number 10 of Paper Planes. We're a little um faded. I want to say faded. We had a really fun uh, outing yesterday. but Yeah, um, we're a little tired. Before we get into that, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the YouTube rate and review. We are on all podcast platforms. And, you know, join the Discord. We have a two discords we have one discord we got rid of the first one ah so join the fucking yeah you join 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 the discord it's really dry right now in the discord so someone that isn't dry please join yeah um also we do have a couple people on our first passenger list first class first class first passenger our first class first class list um they will be future guests and um we are low drain now because like um, we were spending time with them last night we were spending time with them and i do want to shout them out for like you know allowing themselves to you know be open to meeting my two brothers yeah um so shout out to we had a lot Bella of fun and maya and also my fishy uh mina for you know merging all of us together and then obviously she has more friends that are um open to being on this podcast yeah. but today um we're kind of you know going a little throwback with just the boys just the boys the boys this week yeah. just the boys boys vibe we have a fucked up background for our our neon sign yeah but it looks better now the it, sign looks better you can actually no see the sign flickering it's a work in progress we we've we're still working on it it kind of looks like those construction like fucking things oh like a tarp the yeah construction tarp fuck also we do have a new um sponsor no we don't we got sponsored by today's sponsor is kirkland signature purified fuck. water Oh, you made that sound like fucking crispy. Okay, now let's. You know, like you guys be doing ASMR type thing on the on the microphone, but when you do the alphonic audio, it post, gets rid of it. It, it gets... removes everything. So I know. When I'm listening to it, and I and you guys are like, oh, this is some nice crispy ASMR. It's I, just dead silent. I yeah. feel better knowing that like I'm depriving um our our uh, our viewers of that experience. So. Or sometimes you guys would be laughing, but it doesn't pick up on the mic for whatever reason. So it's just yeah. dead silence, but you're like, oh, that's so funny as fuck. Or all the times I've gotten beaten on the fucking couch, it just doesn't pick up because of the fucking thing. I must just stop uh, doing that just so we can hear the full spectrum. No, but it sounds so crispy. It does sound crispy. It's crispy. Yeah. Because if you didn't do that, you'd probably hear like a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, well, yeah, we would. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, shout out to our first class. Yeah, um, shout out to our first class. And then um, how about you guys like, you know? Our passengers, they have a lot of things to look forward to uh, these next couple flights. But today, we're just us. It feels like the framing is a little fucked up for whatever reason. It definitely does, but um, let's move. Let's move a little bit to the left. <laughs> we're all just a little scoot. Right there we go. This is kind of crazy. This is crazy. People, this is a throwback setup. This is a huge throwback. So we, we, oh, we haven't done this setup. Oh, we know for the three of us, we haven't the done three this of us. Yeah, because back then we would be the other way, and then yeah, now we have the sign, which oh, looks this is back to season one, bro. That's sign on this table. Sign looks sexy. Damn, sorry, this Damn, is a professional podcast. Yeah, someone blowing up Soya's phone. No, nah, it was a reminder. Um, but yeah, we have any topic today? I, I have a couple. Okay. Um, did we, we want to address the comments first? Yeah, we can address oh, the yeah, comments we first. We do have boys, little rice and Peter. They're yeah. always commenting on our videos, so we really appreciate that. So thank you for sending your your uh, comments and asking for podcast ideas oh, or shit. topics that we can discuss. 
shout you guys out. Thank yeah, you. Fuck you guys. Oh, I just don't <laughs> comment. Okay. We will start with Lil Rice. Bless you. Thank you. Lil Rice says, <clears throat> I got a topic for the next week pod because at Peter Alloway beat me to it. How to find your clothing style, for example, jewelry, outfits, etc. Um, I can give a general answer because I feel like I'm the least um, expressive in terms of that. So I can give like a general answer. Just keep trying shit and whatever you like in terms of like what you like to look at when you look in the mirror, just wear it. And it's like a trial and error thing. Just keep wearing shit until you find something that you really just feel comfortable in your body in. And you, if you want to change it up, you know, put on some like try out like you know silver jewelry and necklace rings and then if you realize oh i don't really like how this looks after a while just don't wear it it's like that's the cool thing about clothes is you can just change it out whenever the fuck Mm -hmm. so you know just just keep my my tip is like trial and error just keep trying stuff until you find something that you like on you and honestly naturally like when you put on different clothes um there are some clothes you'll look at uh, and you'll be like, does this fit who I am? And then other clothes you'll try on, and you'll be like, mm, th- this doesn't feel like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we, we've talked about this before in like a prior flight, but we always say like start with like, you know, neutral tones or just like plain, plain colors and then like playing with like, um, how do you want your pants to fit? Do you want them a little baggy? Do you want them a little more fitted? Do you want them to like be more high water or like stacked? And then... Honestly, you can't go wrong with just wearing like neutral colors and then just exploring, like Paula said, trial and error. Um, and then when it comes to jewelry, that's the fun thing about jewelry is like you could stack your necklaces, stack your bracelets. If you want to get piercings, you could do that. That's like style in general is just a fun way to express yourself. So just kind of feel how you want and then think about how you're feeling and then just i guess incorporate that to the clothes let's see general tip for me if you're looking for ideas on what style you want to get into just go on pinterest uh search up you know outfit ideas or men's fashion men's style and then like if you're there's a specific thing you're looking to like streetwear search up men's streetwear style or whatever and then just go through the pictures and see if there's a fit that you fucks with and then if that's something that you think is cool, you can try it for yourself, put it on. If you don't like how it looks on you or it doesn't feel like it's you, it's either because you're not confident enough in who in your frame as a person or like your person, and that's something you kind of just grow into, or it's just it's just not your type of style. So you kind of, like they said, just trial and error and then uh, give it some time. If it's not something that you don't feel, if you feel like it's not something you you vibe with just give it a couple days or um just give it some time to see if you grow into it or and if you don't just switch to another thing look for uh other options mm-hmm. did we have like other comments too we did um, oh wait before we do that we we have like more guests coming up that are like very like into fashion and like Ooh, we, can yes. get, we can get you know his perspective and then a girl's perspective on like maybe what they like seeing on guys Mm-hmm. so we'll probably bring like more segments into the podcast mm-hmm. and a like, fashion segment yeah and we'll just Clothing give segment we'll get um 
like a consistent perspective on something so you can see like what the general consensus is mm-hmm. so so really look forward to that um yeah. and i feel like that'd be a good icebreaker too yeah <clears throat> like a little beginning segment um to like not only get to know the person but uh what what kind of things are comes to certain styles and mm-hmm. stuff like that <clears throat> and then obviously we're like this i feel like today's flight is also another like kind of like breakdown of what you can expect for the other future flights mm-hmm. to come to because we've been cooking up hella shit as we go cooking. throughout this season and like you could tell by the tarp we this have a tarp is, we're cooking production is we're building crazy. production yeah. is building you know content is building and eventually you know our audience will be building exactly and that's always the goal because we want to build a paper planes community a community of passengers who you know help each other out so the next person you know this guy is always in our first class just because he always interacts regardless of the episode that's our boy and that is our boy peter we love peter i'm gonna just read the whole comment because it was really sweet Peter said, hello, Mina. Welcome to the pod and nice to finally see you. She is my age and basically has a pilot license. What am I doing with my life? (laughs) I can understand where Mina is coming from. I, too, am mature beyond my age range, which is around our ages, 18 to 22. And I am lucky because he I met similar friends, although being childish has its place. So he has a question and says how to know if you are a good person slash kind enough. And I feel like this, you know, I feel like this is a good question because you guys kind of got an experience from it yesterday. Like, we've always known from each other's perspectives, we could always tell each other we're good people. But yesterday, you guys got um, firsthand experience from uh, my girls um, and her friend's perspective and then, like, kind of interacting with them, like, and them telling me to tell, like, you guys pretty much how you guys are so like how would you say you know you're a good person like just through how you're interacting with them how i know i'm a good person are we doing this as a in terms of our own self-assessment or from how others describe us and how do the, we can or we can do both I yeah because one, one, yeah, one of them kind of piggybacks like off the other because i feel like um you'll know you're a good person by the perspective of by the perspective of other people if like that's a reoccurring like thing i think my self-assessment is like um i just look at it in a way like a very direct way and how if i'm acting in a way that takes other people's like well-being into consideration i consider like that like a you know a trait of a good person and i do that often so i think that 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 is like my evidence towards myself like that i'm a good person and then just like knowing that and then having a i guess evidence that you are a good person like as like a reoccurring thing like how people treat you and how people um like talk about you like having that like consistent like feedback if it's consistently good then i feel like you have no no other conclusion you can draw than like, oh, I am a good mm-hmm. person if everyone keeps saying I am and they say that I treat them well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like getting that reassurance from others. And I feel like another way you know you're a good person is when you know for a fact you don't need that reassurance. Like you hear it and you're like, oh, like you don't have to be like, oh, I need to hear I'm a good person yeah. to believe I'm a good person. Like you naturally just do things because you genuinely 
want to help people and you are like a good guy and stuff like yeah. that. You're just being you and then mm-hmm. someone will be like, oh, wow, I, I really like this trait about you. I think that is very helpful to me and the community. So. Mm-hmm. See, let's see. I'm still thinking about it. Um, I'm taking this from the approach of like what traits or type of mindset you have that would constitute you being what we could we would say is a good person and i think uh there's love because kindness is pretty subjective but i think the biggest takeaway or the main important thing is the intention behind the things that you do um let's say you're there's someone in your life that is struggling with something and you know, you're the type of person who's kind of, who's not very open with themselves and is very, uh, is hard, has a hard time being more emotional with, or open with how you feel emotionally. So, you know, maybe this person is struggling and you're like, oh, this is such a pain or this is annoying or you need to get to, to get it together. But your intention is that you do genuinely care for them and want to look after them. So maybe your words are are sharp when you say it to them, but your action is saying the otherwise where you're constantly looking after them, checking up on them. Like even though you're like, get your shit together, you're still making sure you're there for them and you're, that they're supported and that if they have needs, you can be there and ready to um, help if they need it. Um, so yeah, it ultimately comes down to intention because there is things you can do where you're being kind surface level because it gives gets the approval of other people and you know you want to get brownie points with people but that's not kindness that's selfishness in my opinion because your intention behind it isn't to have is to benefit other people it's to make sure that you're seen as a good person so that they can uh you can get benefit from them seeing you as a good person Mm. so it ultimately comes down to intention uh you might act one way but if the, or if you might say one thing, but but if you act on the other way, then that's an indicator that you're gonna need to reevaluate your your belief system or your approach on how you treat other people. Yeah, I low key think that <clears throat> like people pleasing is kind of like a um, is a little selfish sometimes. If you think about like if you dig deep into like the intention of it, um, but I don't think that people mean for it to be that way. I think someone becomes a people pleaser because that uh, is like a habit that served them when they were younger yeah. and they just don't out, like they don't grow out of it and they kind of just have to keep doing it to survive um, like their environment. That's definitely how mm. it is with me. Uh, I would consider myself a people pleaser to a little bit of, an, of a degree. I'm starting to grow out of it just because of getting older and, you know, it's just part of maturing and going through life. But like with my childhood, you know, uh, it's kind of turbulent with my parents. So obviously, I want to make sure that I didn't do anything that would upset them. Upset them because it hurt me inside when I'd see that they're like, "Why are you? Why are you this way? Why are you this type of kid? Or why are you doing this?" And you know, that translated into other aspects of my life where I'm like, I do not want to see people let down because of me. 
I want to be the type of person that gives them what they need. And it hurts when I'm not that person for them. And, you know, that's part of what makes, um, makes me a little bit of a people pleaser. Um, so like it's, I'm not saying that people pleasing is like, I don't see it in a negative light in the sense like, oh, you shouldn't be a people pleaser. That's bad. But it's like, I understand that there's, there's good intentions behind it, but it's, it's misplaced because of, you know, unfortunate factors and just how your life played out. Yeah. I, I do think that, you know, the intention is like, it isn't like to be selfish or anything like that. I think it just, uh, it just happens to be that way. Um, I do have like a bit of a, maybe a, I don't know if this is controversial, but I do think that intentions are important, but I don't, I think that intentions don't mean shit if your execution is bad. Ooh. Okay, we're taking a different turn here. Like, um, if you intend to like, oh, I want to communicate this to this person and you do it poorly and they interpret it the wrong way. It's yes. like, and Facts. it's like, well, then your intentions don't really mean shit. Cause they didn't turn out to be like, mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, do anything. Yeah, and you can't fall back on to be like, oh, well, my intent was this, but it's like, even though that was your intent, um, you still got to put thought into how you execute. Execution is like ninety yeah. percent of it, honestly, it because you could build something up in your mind, you could cook it up, but like when it actually comes to the physical act, it's kind of like there's a relation to this too. When there's like saying something versus actually doing something. Yes. Um, and I know exactly what you mean. Like, say for instance, um, your intention behind, like something say you're like communicating with your girl right Mm. and your intention is to bring awareness about something that made you feel like a certain type of way but your intention is just to let them be aware of it yeah but your execution could be like how you come across is making them feel like shit rather than them understanding how you're feeling and i feel like there's a misconception because a lot of people in relationships, it's hard for their significant other to like understand where their partner is coming from. So without their partner knowing what they're doing, sometimes they will bring their significant other down to their level by making them feel like shit to understand like, since I'm feeling like shit, this is how I feel. So I'm gonna make you feel like shit. When in reality, that's how it was executed. But their intent could have just been like, hey, like this, what you did here wasn't right. And it made me feel like this. But it's really about how you execute it. Oh, gosh. How you execute it and like how you communicate those things. And I think that ties into how you know if you're being a genuine, nice person, because you are not only putting thought into your actions but you're also being gentle with your words Mm -hmm. because if you're if you're if you're a genuinely nice person and like you think for others you also think for yourself too and when you're thinking for yourself you would also imagine like okay if i say this to this person how would that make me feel if i was the other person you know what i mean yeah so like it intention is like the first step for sure but execution i feel like that's um 
that's definitely a step that is not you know communicated properly mm-hmm. and not put enough attention into damn that shit was real as fuck polo i was looking falling asleep and you fucking said that shit it's like, damn, like, oh, he's that shit was, real he's spitting good intention and then mindful of the execution because that's how that's how most of our problems with our parents are are is because we that's facts our parents they have intentions obviously to make sure we have the best lives uh, life possible and they want to make sure that we don't go through whatever they went through at least that's what i think i don't know sometimes they're like man back in my day i was doing this yeah. you should be thinking but but the point is the fact it's, that it's like that execution their execution and how they deliver their intent is not comes yeah, off it does not come across the right way and that's what causes a lot of the the mm-hmm. conflicts that we have with them and that's yeah when you fucking say that i'm like damn bro this yeah. is true our parents relationships execution dog execution but i'm gonna play devil's advocate you can't also blame our parents fully on execution because, because they may not know other ways to execute yeah, they properly. weren't equipped with them exactly especially if i feel like other filipinos or like other first generation kids could relate to this culture plays a big part to where you're coming from and knowing how our parents were raised that's how they're gonna raise us but they obviously want uh like better things for us as their children but how can they give us what's better than what they gave if they never knew that Mm. you know what i mean no like since i have been to the philippines uh for like a couple weeks back then i got a glimpse of the Mm. a bit of the culture in terms of like family dynamics there and (laughs) they are very family oriented but it's very ironic in a way that even though they're very family driven and family oriented, their ways of communication are so feeble and very, very childlike and in, in, incapable. And it makes me wonder, like, how the hell is is there such a strong fa- family dynamic despite the fact that communication is so poor? And mm-hmm. the reason is like, it's just, uh, it's like, it's like you know, it's a neutral. It's like a law where oxygen oxygen exists gravity exists and when you know when you drop something gravity exists so it's going to fall and it's the same process with or it's the same intention with family culture in the philippines where family is family no matter what regardless of what they do we're always going to be there for each other so with when they operate from that assumption communication doesn't really it's not really a big important role because even if you guys are having conflict and you guys are fighting at the end of the day you're like well we're family so we're still gonna be together no way it's kind of like that expectation yeah it's all it's all just based on the assumption that you guys will be together no matter what so they don't really care too much about you know being gentle with people's feelings or being concerned of others because they're like in the end of the day we're still going to take care of each other no matter what that's a very double-edged sword because you have the commitment but you know you can be committed to something that's toxic exactly Mm -hmm, and this is why you know it's bad because like the, the family dynamic in the philippines is also different because the living style is also a lot different out there too. That's why they always come back to like, oh, we're family, so we got each other's back. When you out here in America, it's different because our living stances are a lot more different and it's easier to backstab because you don't really have, it's not really like, you know, fucking um, survival of the fittest. Like, oh, we got to survive. You know what I mean? Like in the Philippines. And I think that's why it's hard for us as first generation because when when you're out there in the Philippines and like you're you're um what's the what the fuck is that shit called? 
your way of living um is a lot more different than out here the quality of life quality of life is a lot more different it kind of brings you closer as a family so that's why there's that law naturally mm-hmm. when the quality of life out here is a lot more different um it's easier to like allow that side to blindside you so that's why that communication is important because sometimes i've experienced this before in my family where like they come out here and all of a sudden like blood is just red you know what i mean like just because your family doesn't mean like just just because we we share the same blood doesn't mean we're family Mm -hmm. in in a sense because they'll take advantage of you and walk over you because you know the quality of life they're like they don't need you but they're gonna take advantage of it no that's definitely true because um you know, there's the concept of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, there's like, you have to fill each base first before you can get into the next level when, you know, the higher levels are more about like um, self-actualizing, mm-hmm. living a meaningful life, all those things. But at the very bottom, it's survival of the fittest, you know, making sure all your basic yeah. needs are met. And in the Philippines, obviously there's, it's underdeveloped. So we're, they have a lower quality of life and they're all they're really focused on is survival. So in a way, you know, like we've just, been making that shit sound like it's hunter gatherers over there, bro. Well, if you're in the countryside, oh low, key, low key, low key. When you're in the countryside, dog, they got they don't got no showers, they're they got like, no hey, toilets, man. they got like, lasers. Just they'd be all like, "You stole the last toilet paper, but then, but we family, we go hunting later." <laughs> <laughs> shit, dog, they have they still raise like stock and uh, you know plant stuff for food for their own personal food, mm-hmm. and they still be like fishing first thing in the morning so they can have food for the rest of the day. But the point is that it's kind of like a luxury to care about emotions when you're focused when you're still just trying to make sure you can survive the the Mm -hmm. next day so that's why there's a lot of that that might be one of the sources for why we we're so toxic when it comes to communication as filipinos is because we didn't have the chance to develop that because we're just too focused on survival Mm -hmm. but that's also why we're fucking work dogs dude like we're just when we're going through work we're just we got we thug it out but no matter how much mental strain, be like, well, I'm obligated to do it, so I'm finna do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, I was, I was gather hunter gatherer back in the day. This is nothing now. Do you want to talk about your um your new channel? Oh, oh, I forgot. I <laughs> oh yeah, you oh, could segue into that. Wow. Okay. So we since we are talking about a Philippine experience a little bit, plug. I did make a I've YouTube editing that shit in there. <laughs> nah. It'll be a link though. It'll be a link or something. I just want to add you to the beacons. This is just yeah, fucking. Just it's more show. like this. There you go. But you know, uh, last year Paul and Christian were horse shouting a little bit that I'm trying to make a YouTube channel, and I did finally start one, and I made my first video. It's like um, it's kind of like a video essay and picture animation, motion graphics type thing. So like, if you know, like Domix or uh swoozy it's that kind of style and it does go into more detail about my experience in the philippines so if you're interested go check that out yeah congrats to like and beacons yeah i had a i had a blast making that video so he really likes making content so if you guys it was so fun if you guys like it show some support to our boy he's he's putting out he's putting out good stuff he's Thanks. making scripts you have a you have a schedule for like a posting schedule that's a posting schedule nah not yet he I said just, whenever i feel like uploading no i mean it's not like um <coughs> because i'm still just starting it so my main focus right now is just to get into the flow of things and just make my content and just have fun doing it 
Yeah, get so a, get a habit started. I finished my video like two days ago, and then yesterday I was working on another script just because I was like, oh, I got another idea for what I want to do. So like, I don't have a routine into it yet. I'm just like, once I get one project done, I'm moving on to the next because I I'm really excited for the following stuff. Yeah, this one, this next one, looking forward to seeing you or showing you guys too. Ooh, can we get a little teaser of what it's about? He told me a little bit. Mm, he said it's very controversial. Well, it's He's not like controversial. Bowling. It's more like it's a complete 180 from the tone of my first video. Uh, but I hope it does teach other or show other people a perspective that they might need. But I'm showing it in a way that's like a storytelling matter. So it's not like I'm preaching like, oh, you should do this. You should do that. Like maybe um, I'm just showing by... Or I'm teaching by showing, if that makes sense. Showing storytelling. Um, you're leading by example. That's mm -hmm. another good way to put it. Um, but yeah, show show some love to Soya's Soya's channel, guys. He's worked very hard on it. I if you look at his like editor, it just like it looks <laughs> fucking abysmal. Um, and then we can get into how your um your trip to Florida went. I was like. I'm like, I don't got no channel. The <laughs> you kind of do. You be editing too. I mean, that's just like little stuff that me yeah. and I, it's more ex exclusive for just like me and my girl. Mm -hmm. It's like, it makes editing more personal to me and knowing that like it's only going to one person. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so um, a couple weeks ago, beginning of January, I was in Florida for a dance competition and a dance showcase. And it was a fun experience, you know. It kind of hit me um, that, like, all the hard work I put in um, in December, you know, leading up to it, because December was a rough month for me um, with work and then, like, you know, personal stuff going on. And then just my body went through it in December, and it's still going through it in January, and I'm still trying to, oh, in February. Well, hopefully February I could, like, you know, re recuperate and shit. But, oh, after the performance, like, there was this feeling, this rush of emotion that, like, it it gave you that satisfaction or, like, um, what the fuck is that called when you feel, uh, like, you put in the hard work and then the gratification? Fulfillment. Fulfillment? I don't know. <laughs> you, you feel very accomplished. I would say accomplished. And it kind of reminded me why I worked so hard and, like why i enjoy dance so much because at the end of the day just because i love dance doesn't mean my relationship with dance is you know always love it's always love and hate but that's just everything in life you need that polarity you, you need do. that like the balance yeah you need a you need your times of peace you need your highs you need your lows and then you always come back to mm -hmm. to the middle fuck a pendulum that shit like a seesaw <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and we can um we can view your performance yes. live. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we don't get copyrighted. If we do, I'm going to replace the background music with fucking like SpongeBob dun, dun, music. Dun, dun. If you, if we do get copyrighted, then like, oh shit, then you could just, we'll just skip this part, I guess. And then we'll just talk about it. All right. Hold. I, I'm. So where are you, Christian? I need a, um, are, is that you on the very switch left? Switch to cams. I am on the very left. So you could see me kind of like, oh, can I see the mouse on this? Yeah. So you could see me right... Hold on, let me make oh, it full screen, oh, big oh, dog. My fault, my fault. Got a little excited. Yeah, you just put your <laughs> hand on my hand. Oh, 
so you can see me right here so look at that sexy during this performance like obviously don't just pay attention to me pay attention to all of the artists on stage and because they put their heart into like you know performing and creating this piece so it is all a fam how the fuck do i just press play yup thesis dance event mm -hmm. that's a cool stage though really cool damn this videographer is an amateur with a gimbal mm. <laughs> paulo's already judging the production man. oh damn Ew, I love all my fan members. Shout out Christmas fam. Oh, I know who that is. You guys know a good good nice some people. Oh my god. My director, shout oh. out. What's up? Is that, is that, um, whacking? Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all who know what whacking is. Oh, is that, um, that's Adrian. Ah, Interesting. That is Adrian. I, th oh, shoot. I thought it was those two. Okay. Bro, this is dope. Dang, Damn, dude, man. your fam is so talented. That part's so crazy. What the hell? Jeez. You can barely see me, but I have a little moment right here. See my arms? <laughs> oh, I see him. I see you. For sure, getting copyrighted. I don't care. I mean, it's not like we get in. It's not like we get monetized anyway. Oh, yeah. This is blocking. Mm -hmm. You see that? Oh, yeah, I saw that. You got elbowed. Shout out, Will. I love the color like palette here. It matches like the background too. You would put like a Y2K theme. Oh. This one that you oh. can see me more in. Oh, is this Crump? Oh, I'm not really. It, like it kind of is a combination of Crump, but like. A Crumpination? Yeah. I'm so fucking tall, bro. <laughs> tall as hell. Oh, you see that motherfucker? Bro, Adrian looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, if y'all are listening on audio, y'all missing out. Fuck you. <laughs> but Spotify is uh Spotify does have video. There's your boy. Ooh. Mm. Oh, man. Wait, what the fuck? Wait, what is that? 
Is that his hair? Yeah, that's one of the directors. And I was like so hyped, bro. There's so much emotion right there. Look at me. Oh, that primal, that primal scream. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that yeah. was. I think we're on cam two. Oh, we are. Oh, hey. Hey, guys. And we're back. And um, we're back. But yeah, honestly, that whole experience kind of. it. Damn, now I'm thinking about it like. Even this whole podcast has seen me since like season two, right? When I left, yeah, I left season two to you know <clears throat> essentially get better at dance and become more connected with um that art because twenty twenty three was really like a lot about dance for me and joining that fam, and then damn, that's kind of crazy. Like I traveled with that dance crew that I trained so hard to get into to a the other side of the country to perform with them and also battle as an individual. What a crazy experience. Damn, bro. I need a break. <laughs> Christian, Christian, do you need a break? I do need at least like, you know, a nice little mental break or something like fill, that. Fill up your cup. Fill up your cup. But yeah. Um, what do you guys think of it? The dance? Mm-hmm. I just think that it's cool that you do that at all, honestly. Like, I know. <laughs> I think just dance is cool. And dancing. So. Like, I think it's just like, because I, I can't give like an educated, like, you know, feedback on it. I just, because all I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, damn, this is so cool that you guys can just do that. Mm-hmm. Travel and like perform and like just do your art in front of people yeah. and show like your talent. And I'm like, that's so just genuinely like cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. So it's definitely like I definitely fell in love with dance like at first because I thought it was cool. But then like last year really taught me more about the art aspect of it. And that's like I have a new love for dance. Yeah, this this like this is a personal thing. Like um, at this point in time in our lives, like being your guys's friend has been such a like a soul filling thing for me. Seeing oh my gosh, we're getting like seeing you guys like. <laughs> I was talking about this yesterday when we were all hanging out, like, because <laughs> I've I've gotten to see you, like, you know, after you you quit, like, whatever your unhappy job, you went like straight, like, hardcore into your passion. You went all in. You committed, and you have something to show for it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're you're doing so much with it, and I can tell that you're genuinely happy, and you're, like, you're so fulfilled doing this as opposed to, like, to going to school mm-hmm. and, like, working. And then the same for Soyo, like, we've, like, Soyo just started his own channel, and seeing Soyo, like, really, really put all of himself into this, into something that he loves, is so, like, it's so nice to see as, like, a friend, like, just from, like, seeing it from the outside, seeing you guys, like, fill your guys' like, soul with things of, like, substance has been such a nice thing to see i think that shit's like really contagious because we've seen that shit like you low-key kind of started it for us um once you know obviously you were the first one to drop out of college but like you were also the first one to start up your own business and like do your own thing and do things that fulfill your soul and i feel like it was kind of like we being so close to you like me and soya us being so close to you and being your brothers and seeing you accomplish things on your own, making your own clothing brand, starting this podcast, becoming an editor for others at one point, um, 
doing a lot of things for yourself and being self-employed i feel like that inspired us to like for well for me not necessarily be self-employed but at least like have more appreciation for things that i want to do rather than like just be content and i think like in the back of my mind that allowed me to also like keep my options open until like i find a career that i do want to do and i feel like that also um you in itself inspired soya to do things that he wanted to do too so like i feel like that's also why you feel fulfilled too because you know well i'm not sure if you're aware but you also know that like you're kind of like the path the fuck is that called like the path the paver he paved the way you paved the way yeah he's entry frag y'all I'm he entry he's frag. entry frag it's like it's like there's like a giant fucking fog and the three of us are all standing and paul just says fuck it and he's the one holding the torch and just running <laughs> through the fog but like as he's running through the fog it's like the clouds are like stepping to the side mm -hmm. yeah i mean i told you this last night um you know all my life i've all my life i have to fight, fight all my <laughs> life i had to fight no, well, yeah, that is true, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. But uh, I grew up with circumstances that had made me become very passive and reactive. And all I knew how to do was listen because I was afraid of the consequences and the things that would happen if I didn't listen. I didn't want to hear my parents say, I told you so, or see, I was right. Or worse, like failing and realizing that maybe I... I was wrong with about my decisions and um, maybe I won't amount to anything after all. That's how I've been for a long part of my life. But through your actions, you gradually broke away. You just gradually chipped away from, from that wall that I built up because of me being scared of getting hurt from, you know, failure. And um, it started when you were, when you first dropped out of college and as you start doing your own thing, you know, starting your own business, trying to make money online, trying to start a clothing brand, doing all these things, finding uh, fulfillment in boxing, finding things to fill your own cup with so that you can get your own needs needs met so you can better help others. That's all those processes chipped away at this sense of fear I had myself that made me realize that, yes, I want to be the type of person that makes my own decisions and I want to own up to them. And even if I do end up suffering and I'm going through the agony and pain, that is going to be the reason why I'm going to have a grand story to begin with. Because no one cares about a fucking bland story where there's no problems. Everything just smooth sailing. It's just a linear line. Everything just goes up from there. People go behind stories where it's ups and downs and roller coasters and you're going through the trenches. And even though you're going through the worst of it all, you still come out. Um come out of it a better person you manage to succeed in what you're doing that's the type of story people like and seeing you go through that constantly has made me realize that yes it is so this is the type of life that i want to live i want to the moments where i reach my high after such a long and arduous journey of like of suffering and just agony and despair and pain Though that singular moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing that this is, I'm finally at the, I finally reached the light at the end of the tunnel. Those are the moments I live for. I, mm. I love like two days ago when we were going through something and Christian finally reached the light at the end of the tunnel and he was so happy and we were all in my place just chilling while Christian was like 
at home. He was FaceTiming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was doing my own thing. It felt like we were, we were kind of just dorming it out. We were like dorm buddies and we were doing our own thing. But those, that moment, I was like, yes, this is the type of thing that I want to experience multiple, multiple times in my life. I want, I love this high and this feeling of just wholesomeness and fulfillment. And that's what keeps me pushing through. And it wouldn't have been possible had you not started to begin with you. That's so dope. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so glad that like I get to be a part of your guys's like story and like seeing how you guys like develop as people and seeing like I had an influence in that is like such a it's such a cool thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh shit! Good. It's, it's an emotional cast today. Nah, we good. Nah, I mean, cause like that shit's true. It's like our friendship stems off to like almost 20 years ago. So like there's a reason why we've stayed connected for so long. And I feel like that's one of the reasons is because we push each other and we, we help write each other's story. Like in every single chapter in my life, you guys have always been in it and played some type of role. And you guys have seen me through hell and fucking back. You know what I mean? And that just doesn't, that only doesn't stem off in, like, relationships. That stems off with, like, school, stems off with everything I've been through. And I feel like that's why it's crazy to us when we hear each other's influence on each other's lives. Because you hear it and you're kind of like, you don't realize how much of an influence you are because you're you're constantly there. So you're, you're unaware of it because you're presently there until like they bring awareness to it and you're like, Oh shit. Like I didn't even realize that. Um, it's just a crazy feeling. It is crazy. There's so much change going on this year already. I feel like this year is definitely going to be like 2023 was like a roller coaster, but I feel like that was like a baby roller coaster compared to this one. Yeah. It's only February dog. (laughs) It's only February, bro. And I don't know how many people I know that were going through it in January. Yeah, January, everyone was getting thrashed, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's only January, so either, like, March and April about to be, like, some good-ass months, or, like, this whole last year is just going to be <laughs> ups and downs. Bro, imagine all of us going on, a, like, on a trip, like, traveling together, like, the like the friend group that we're creating. Be That's going to be chaotic as fuck. One day, I feel like one day for sure one day we'll do like a one day trip where we all get high and (laughs) up north uh but yeah i think uh high on life high on life i think the high on life moment people you choose to to go through life with is so is so important and i'm i'm so glad that i'm so lucky to have like found people like that early on in our lives Mm -hmm. um to where we can we can share stuff like this like who who the fuck else could like say stuff like that like we've had friend this friendship for so long and we've had like this influence on each other's life lives that are so like unique and and real um but i do um i do have i had like a list that i forgot that i made and um it was something i was gonna do at the beginning of the podcast just to be like kind of like a way to break us in um Mm-hmm. It was a top five list. It was some stupid shit. Let's just do it. I don't know. It's gonna break us out. Um, yeah. It was um okay. So it, it was like some stupid shit. I thought about at like eleven 
like PM, like I was going to try to go to sleep and I was like, okay, I'll read it out. So, um, oh shit. Well, I'm going, I'm going into TikTok mode right now. <laughs> so this is, so these are five ways I think you could probably kill a caveman. <laughs> a like, caveman? Okay. You have, you guys ever think about like, like a primal caveman, like a, yeah. So like he's, he's like, just in like the corner a, and he's like, he sees a lamb and he's, oh! he's, got, he's got a club. Like I came up with like, I was thinking about, it, I was like, Okay, these are five things from like the modern world that I feel like would kill a caveman. From physical or like just sheer overwhelming stimulus that just like explodes. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. Oh, I thought you were like just straight up kill. Like, so, like, like you fight a pub with a shotgun. <laughs> I'm like, damn. No. It's like, oh, it's, like oh, it's just weapons. Yeah. Um, nah, these are like yeah, fun. Like technology that would blow their mind that would be like yeah. give them a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Just, okay. So my first one is um any cocoa melon video. Oh <laughs> any cocoa melon video. Hey, you so know, you know how they have like the little buzzing noise at the beginning, like yeah, bzz, yeah. Bzz. they just hear that and they're like, oh, insect, insect, and then they just just blasted of a giant cocoa watermelon. Melon. Cocoa melon. I feel like if they look at it enough, it's just gonna overstimulate them so much that like their brain will explode. Mm. Um so that's my first one. My second one is um Getting head from a modern day porn star. Yeah, <laughs> that was a complete jump from the last. What the actual fuck? What the hell? Hey, the hell? Um, you just, went from talking about a kid showed up from Coco Melon to fucking. <laughs> we went from one percent to about like eighty thousand. It was like midnight, bro. I was oh just yeah, because I'm thinking like, okay, oh my would, god, if he, if your boy got wait. Like, that that would be crazy. I think Slurped up. I feel like he would literally like it would be so much that he would just like die, like aneurysm. Yeah, but I mean, also if you think about it, like during that time, that's when sex was probably just primal to them. Oh, so you think it's it like, like it's the, the most. Oh my god, I don't think he's gonna pick that up. Okay, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like it's it, it's like the most like pure version no or i mean like, like the, it's like, like the least dogs do it. or like the, the least updated version the least yeah. up, it's like when animals do it for like what they would like i feel like cavemen would do it to like hey just reproduce hold yeah. up so do you think what position do you think they did it in if it's if we're going primal it's got to be missionary bro do, would they really you think so they just like lie down and you know because animals they just go like dog you know Oh, it. I'd have been doggy then. I don't know. I don't know. I guess like whatever. Because I feel like missionary is more like uh, it feels more natural because you know you're, you're like looking at them. Yeah. I feel like you don't you know look at the back of someone's head and you're like, would I be like? I hit that. I feel like missionary started because when humans you know started developing. Why you know, is like it called humans? missionary? Huh? Why is it called missionary? Like, what's the mission? make them feel good <laughs> i don't know i think that it was doggy because that's just the most primal it gets like they okay i feel like cavemen really just did it for like just to actually like, like reproduce and like continue create, the, the continue, race yeah continue the this human race because like i'm pretty sure animals don't do it just because like they want to okay you know so the sex is probably ass so like i mean so what I'm saying, my my argument is like, if you get like a professional, like someone who's a professional at that, and the caveman would probably think he's reproducing, 
And <laughs> isn't that the point of like your biology though? They think that you're reproducing, so it's like that's why you have that reaction. Because I think that it would genuinely be like so jarring that it would give them like an aneurysm. But would they even be able to process like they just see a technically another cave person and <laughs> they're like ooga booga and then like slurpy slurpy. What the f- okay? What the oh. fuck was that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Downgrading our our speech, our speech skills. So, like I'm imagining that they're just tied up to a chair, so they're like receiving <laughs> because they can't. Because I mean, obviously, if it's a caveman, right? Yeah, so they're gonna. They're to be... kinky as fuck, dog. What the hell? <laughs> you made this BDSM? No, no, no. You but... said a caveman tied up. Hey, you think a caveman with would a ball just consensually let, like, let? you get wow. him sloppy right i mean if you sneak well, up on him no be, be, yes because like that they recognize that's another but they don't person. know it's it, they don't know what foreplay is they don't know but what i mean like is. i doubt okay like say that during the time is gonna have to be when the cave person is like in heat like you know when animals get in heat that's Dude, when it will happen. Aren't we still? We're this, like we're saying we're describing cavemen as if they're a whole different yeah, like, like, animal group altogether. Like, yeah, they're gonna be in heat. We, do we have those kind of periods where it's like <laughs> yeah, biologically in you, heat? Like because like think about it, the cave people like I feel I, I feel like cave people didn't have emotions like we do now. Like <laughs> we were. <laughs> We're really just like these guys are so lesser that they are like the, they don't have emotions. No, because really care. think about it, dog, they are like, kind of primitive. They're very primitive. All they knew was survival. So, like, if you think about animals, like animals just like reproduce for survival, continue the lineage. So, like, cave people probably did the same. They ain't just fucking around and doing hookups. So I'm waiting for like <laughs> yo hookup culture as a caveman. What the fuck? I'm waiting for these TikTok motherfuckers to be like, well, actually, bro, you guys didn't well, take biology class. Actually, guys didn't know what history is. If you think about it the mosquitoes are actually necessary bro this is why you don't go to go to this is why you skip high school <laughs> this is why you bro, skip high school <laughs> shut the fuck up darwin that's what i'm saying though but like see like if you really think about it like if, if you if we are going biologically and shit like like with the theory of uh fucking darwin's theory like that we came from apes you don't see fucking monkeys doing hookup culture like Hinge and shit. They don't give a fuck. They just be like they're a whole other species, though. Yeah, but if they if they can't if we derive from that species and we go if we move up, there's that caveman generation. That caveman doesn't have like the emotions that we have developed as humans. Now I'm not saying they're less. Actually, fucking, I am. I'm gonna go full sin. They are less. <laughs> double down on your position. I'm gonna double down. And like, you know what? Strong. You know what? That's fine because like, ain't no fucking... caveman around to tell you otherwise. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But like, if we do come from that, I mean, sex do be primitive. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, I mean, like, when you do it and you really think of the act of it, I mean, it's just. That is the rawest form, but they don't got like the fucking emotions to be like, oh shit, like okay, that cave wait person. Wait a second, like, they don't have hookup culture, but I doubt they have like marriages like that either. So I think they just I mean, be they, fucking around everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Harrow's, so that's why know? they would probably be open to getting their fucking sloppy sloppy. Okay, wait. Um, there's so much going on. <laughs> okay, I don't think I think there wasn't marriage, but I do think they had like fucking like pair bonding. Mm. But I do think like maybe. But what about lions though? What? Wait, what? Wait, how do we <laughs> what get to are we lions? Because lions, like they, 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 they're in herds. Like there's only one that's male. That's definitely not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
You're at a zoo. You're like, oh, look at that herd of lions. They're just grazing on the grass. A herd of lions. What the fuck? Isn't it called like a pride or something? It's a lion pride. Yo, look, it's a flock of tigers. He said it's a flock of tigers. It's a flock hey, of look, tigers. Look, it's a pack lions. of ducks. Is <laughs> that a pack of wolves? You got a pack of ducks? <laughs> you just using the wrong Some word. Some badass fucking ducks are like, oh, fucking hooded shit, bro. <laughs> we know what he's saying, though. <laughs> but think about it. Like, you know, like maybe there could have been pair bonding with cave people, but there could have also been like, Fuck, maybe there was some culture. There definitely was, because there's probably... They're probably just, like, trying to fuck. Because there's probably some dogs out there that's just like, I'm just trying to fuck, and then he just dies. So, like, I feel like if if a cave person, you know, felt, you know, um, their genitalia... (laughs) 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 So we're getting scientific here. Hmm. If a a caveman, if a a male caveman, um, (coughs) you know, felt that kind of feeling, I feel like biologically, like in their mind, they'd be like open to getting their dick sucked. Okay, so are you saying like they're so primitive that they don't have the capacity to like feel pleasure to that degree? Mm-hmm. Or is it like, because what I was thinking is like their sense of like their their threshold for stimulus is so low because they're like primitive that like right. anything above that would just fucking be too much. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what like I was getting at. Mm. Like if like a modern modern porn star was just like, let me f- put you through the spin cycle, and that motherfucker just doesn't know how to handle it. Mm. Or what if he just fucking evolves? <laughs> evolves like that's how, like it's Pokemon. Wait, how the fuck? That's how evolution into works. A, a civilized normal human being <laughs> as he's getting he just he's just like, oh, he has a business suit on. <laughs> Imagine this. So he's all like, <laughs> yo, it's like the fucking the chart where he's just like. His posture just gets really good. His his fucking like beard just fucking like sheds off. Damn, like, sloppy is different. That's oh. the power of sloppy is crazy. You know what? I'm gonna it's invent taxes. You just invent some taxes. shit. Damn, bro. Okay, so that was that was my second um my second entry. <laughs> A herd of lions. <laughs> A herd of lions. Um, flock of tigers. Third thing that Black I think would ducks. that I think would kill a caveman: greening out on a wax pen. Oh, <laughs> or I feel like <laughs> I feel like cavemen can kind of like just just green out and be like, "I'm good." Nah, bro. I think that shit would really evolve them because you know how there's that theory. Oh, the stone nape theory. Yeah, where they um they ate shrooms. Yeah, and they got fucking introspective. (laughs) Yeah, bro. I feel like if a caveman greened out, that would open up their fucking mind to like human and raw emotions, where they become vulnerable and just are able to communicate whatever they feel naturally on a positive level. And next thing you know, like the human race is just ten generations, like evolved earlier and like we would be a lot more better than where we at right now how we go from a caveman who has no consciousness whatsoever <laughs> to, I read to all at once and all of a sudden he has the enlightenment and so he's like elon musk <laughs> like that's a huge process to be going through in the mid like a couple minutes just not nah, like, dog because like damn. i'm telling you like I'm, i really believe it like you know shrooms like you know that theory of like cavemen 
uh, um, fucking evolving from eating shrooms. So if they just greeting out, you think it would have the opposite? Like it would it would actually breathe life into them? Like you know what's kind of sad to think about? Like, what do you think a caveman would look like if they're ODing on heroin? Probably just look like a crackhead, just tweaking, just fucking. You've seen you've seen like animals that are like cracked out, and they're pretty. Or I have I've seen like a video of like mm. you know, cocaine bear and shit. Cocaine bear, <laughs> cocaine bear. I, well, I think a a caveman would probably just die, either or just fall asleep. I had a the... I had like a sad thought of like th- thinking about a caveman like going through a heartbreak. Oh, it's like that's like the most primal heartbreak. Damn. Like oh shit. Wait, did I wonder? Do they have heartbreak like that? Courting failure, maybe. Yeah, like what if like oh, what if they had like a long term or like say they're 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 like pairs, right? Like pair bonding, yeah. And then the other pair just like dies. Yeah, <laughs> damn, it's crushed be... by a rock, or like they just fucking trip and like snap their neck on a rock. Jesus, Christ. dude, that would be devastating. The fucking the caveman processing shock is so funny. <laughs> You think they start crying? (laughs) (laughs) His spouse is just (laughs) fucking broken neck on the ground. Bro, that sucks. There's definitely like some season two, season one type energy right now. That's crazy. Oh yeah, this this is what happens for the segment. Bro, this This is what happens when we bring the table back. Future segments, like we could just like have like a goofy segment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this is a segment. It's not necessarily like the the podcast topic Topic. itself. Because our 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 flights be like two hours long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this at the beginning just to get the energy up. So we're doing this at the end. Now the energy's up at the end. I know. So we we were going low energy when we first started. I think that's smart now. We really just like we fucking structuring our podcast on the podcast, bro. Yeah, what's going content. on? Bro? This is content, dog. I think Authentic no, content. like we should keep this shit for next flight. We start off with a goofy ass question, break the ice, and then we hit them with the hard shit. Like, <laughs> yo, what do you think about emotional vulnerability with, between men and women? What is the difference between this, this, and this? Top five. Holy dicks. shit, bro! So now that we start talking about wait. cavemen, so what is your take on wait what? What? So like what I was so saying, like Christians at? <laughs> okay. I'm overstimulated. <laughs> so if a caveman listened to Paper Planes podcast season one, do you think they would die? They won't understand jack shit. I mean, actually, we had a lot of loud y- yelling and laughter and just going crazy. Oh, so, so they, they be, would be they'd be they would recognize the sound. Yeah. Yes. They'd be like they would hear us laughing and making stupid noises. They would mimic it. And they would translate it and be like, oh, they're about to go hunt some tigers. <laughs> <laughs> So they Hunt start the hunting tiger. tigers too, yeah. bro. <laughs> oh, they know, they know. Uh, In reality, we were just making a joke about like Avatar: Last Airbender. Yeah, the rating, the bending styles. Penny the Wise. Oh, yeah! Shout out to whoever remembers Penny the Wise. Shout out Dillbub. D- oh, oh shit, man. We didn't hear that in a, in a long time. Damn. All right, my fourth pick. Um, I'm saying this shit like it's a draft. Fourth thing that I think would kill a caveman. Um, a Big Mac with medium Sprite. <laughs> mm. I think that Sprite would definitely do some damage. The Sprite would do some damage, but I think all the fucking MSG and like random chemicals that they'd be putting in the caveman might actually make them evolve. <laughs> Why is that always going back to evolving for whatever reason? So Why like greening your eyes is going to make him evolve. Getting sloppy is going to get him to evolve. Nah, bro, because <laughs> if you really think about it, bro. look at the motherfuckers right now. Corbin is fucking like 6'2". <laughs> That's weird. 
<laughs> he's I don't think he is, but he might get there at some point, maybe. Okay, that is true. At sixty at sixteen years old. Okay, keep going. The American food, bro. Okay. It, the all the chemicals and growth hormones they put in the fucking thing. <laughs> all all the fucking growth hormones that they put in that shit. I'm telling you, dog. Like if caveman people eat that, they they would pass that shit on. And since they be fucking and greening out, holy fuck. So this is how we get an, an advanced human civilization. Are they evolving past like where we are now, or yeah. just like, are are they evolving into like just us? I think they're going to go beyond. I think they would evolve into us, but at an earlier stage so that we have more time to evolve. Oh, yeah. Further. Okay. okay. This is what, what is this theory called? This is like early, early, uh, early exposure therapy theory. Floppy toppy evolution theory. This is okay. called. I like that. The. The green tornado theory. <laughs> the tornado come the from? Tornado. Sounds like a t- an attack. Green tornado theory. Because the greening out and then like the sloppy toppy. Oh, okay. The green spin cycle. Spin cycle theory. <laughs> the. Look, I got it. I'm cooking. Spin cycle. The spin. Spin cycle tiger flock. <laughs> T- tiger flock. <laughs> the spin cycle. The theory of herding lions. And oh, no. evolution. Stoned ape theory. There we go. Stoned ape theory. Um, stone. I get it. The stoned hard wet theory. <laughs> hard wet? That's such a hard. Those are harsh adjectives, dog. Oh, hard man, and wet. What? <laughs> what is going on? We agreeing in that. Okay. I do have my my last one. Okay. Um, going to a Drake concert. Oh. Well, I think just a concert in general because there's just so many noises. Well, I think it's not a Drake concert, maybe like a rave. Maybe a rave. I was thinking the Drake concert because like I've heard like someone's secondhand experience of a Drake concert. I think I heard one time he suspended his LaFerrari like above the crowd and he was like sailing it like above the crowd. Mm. Um, And then a bunch of women were just like screaming and throwing their like their, their their bras at him. And I feel like that would that would definitely do it. I but feel like probably a rave. man would probably go into like fight or flight mode and he would definitely try fighting everyone <laughs> start trying beating all the women yeah what the fuck what? all the rest of them or evolve. he might evolve <laughs> wait he might evolve actually yeah, i feel like his ears would just really open up if he like listened to today's music no nah, hell no nah. he nah. devolved for sure nah, de- he goes back even further he turns into a straight up ape that's from that's our, to straight up primate that's our um our bit like that's our segment is like devolve or evolve devolve or evolve Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we in here, and then we just come up with some whack shit. That's a good one, Devolve or Evil. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like our guests would understand our. our no, nah, I feel like though. our guests, like their mentality coming into this, would be like, "Oh, they talk about relationship style, you know, like stuff we do, that we do for seventy five percent of the podcast." Yeah, man. we have to find a twenty five percent that will attract people because they'd be like, "Oh, here's another relationship pa- podcast with like some girls and guys on it." Oh, here they go again, talking about what guys are into, what girls are into. Dang, that girl is cute. Yeah, that is true, though, but yeah, <laughs> hella yeah, jabs yeah. at the fucking podcasting. I don't give a fuck. That's what the I never do. This is equal rights equals fights. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but we do. But we hate equally. We, um, yeah, we, we, have, we have that 
and then some. Yeah, we do. We have. But what I really do like about our podcast is we do keep it real and we do have genuine conversations about um, things that we do like to talk about. Yeah, it is very on brand for our Paper Planes theme. If you guys know, you know. Um, this episode was definitely a lot more like paper chaotic planes. paper planes. Yeah. But I mean, I also like the wholesome stuff too and like the deep conversations, but that just doesn't catch people's attention. People don't give a fuck. It means stuff, it means stuff to us, but like. It means stuff to us and those who are actually like passengers and yeah. they're like, oh shoot, like this interesting stuff. Yeah. But people who are strangers, they're like, dude, what the they're, Why am I going to listen to this until they actually listen to it? And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're like fucking ew, relationships cavemen now i'm on board it's mm. also like caveman and sloppy toppy mm-hmm. giving head to a caveman all right do you have anything else on the note um no that's literally all i have all right well that's pretty much it for today's podcast it was a little bit shorter than usual but no we hit an hour nine. Oh shit we good then we good all right see you guys later see you next week bye fuck you what oh, the fuck? we gotta we gotta do an outro yeah, Come on, man. <laughs> make sure you like and subscribe to the youtube comment down below what you guys would like to hear on the next flight um next flight look forward to two new guests coming on as re- well one reoccurring one reoccurring and then one, one new one guest. new guest i don't know why i say new as if like so i always be doing that in my head like because i'm so used to it just being us three so whenever we bring on guests it's like they're new already <laughs> yeah but one of them is reoccurring and then one of them is new um so make sure you put comments and questions to for us to ask them we're gonna try and come up with segments and today was kind of just like you know chaotic chill cast yeah it started off chill ended up with definitely chaos yeah um but tune in next week thank you guys for tuning in this week and we'll see you guys next, on the next flight next flight bye guys bye, bye. bye.